Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties Anonymous. There's the energy. Yeah. I'm so excited for these songs. These are some real good songs. I'm very hype. Me too. As I have already said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now I wonder how much are we going to (laughs) repeat? I know. Oh, well. Okay. Did we just jump right into... Let's hey, jump right in. Stefan. Yes. What Stephane. if she had pronounced it Stefan instead of Steven? I would only be able to picture Stefan from SNL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New York's hottest club is Slice. <laughs> so, hey, Steven, what do you think about the song? It's so cute. Like, I know. I love I can't, it. I have no words. It's just so cute and like so upbeat and catchy. I mean, yeah, it's it's so great. When I was listening to this and in, in the lyrics, um, it made me think of Stay Beautiful. Yeah, a little <laughs> so bit. It's really it's like Stay Beautiful grown too. Up, grown up, Stay Beautiful. Yes. I don't Back know. and better than ever. Yeah. It's like if... Stay beautiful. Okay, no, that's too much. I was gonna say if <laughs> Stay Beautiful is Shrek. Oh no. Then hey Steven is Shrek too. But oh, I'm man. sorry. I'm I don't sorry, know if Stay, Stay beautiful, beautiful, but it's yeah. not even the first Shrek, you know. It's Shrek three. It's maybe oof. <laughs> no, I I do like Stay Beautiful, but Hey Steven is leaps and bounds better. Right. Um, but it's just so funny that it's kind of the, it's a very similar idea, like even right down mm-hmm. to the name drop, like Yes. And like, I really like you and you're really cute and everything. And I'm going to write a song about it. Yep. So a little background on the song. Um, It's about Stephen Barker Lyles of the country music group Love and Theft, whose band opened for her on her tour in 2008. And she obviously had a little crush on him. I forgot to look up to see if he's cute. (laughs) Um. Yeah. I mean, I I saw him, but he didn't make an impression. I didn't really like look that much that closely mm. but um so i did not see if his face was indeed like an angel's or not but you know i'll have to look that up later right so um that's pretty um like i mean it's very very tailored to just like write a song about someone and also drop their name but yeah no to like do that for someone that you're on tour with like that's that's bold yeah i know and he i mean i guess she just did it and didn't ask him because like later i guess when the album came out she texted him and said, Hey, track four. <laughs> and he then sent her a long email saying, Wow. Oh my God. I guess that was the email. I don't know. I didn't see what else was in the email, but that is the quote. Oh, he's pretty cute, but he looks quite a bit older than her. Is that a current picture though? Yeah, it must be. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like, you know, 19 year old Taylor. So I'm looking for like a 19 year old oh, yeah. boy, but. I guess the band is still around. Okay, yeah, he was pretty cute. I guess here's like an older picture. Yeah, he's like, he looks like this is going to be a nice little like 2004 MTV Uh-oh. throwback. He kind of looks like Ryan Sheckler in the picture that I'm looking at. Oh, of him. wow. <laughs> Does he have the hair? No, he's wearing a hat in this one picture, but for some something oh, about okay. his face. I don't know. Sorry to derail everything by trying to look at a cute guy, but no, it's <laughs> really yeah, embracing I mean, my fifteen-year-old self. <laughs> it's an important part of the song, for sure. Um, so just like just a little fun fact about his reaction to the song, 
this is a quote from him. He said, I hadn't heard it yet. So she told me about the song, but she didn't say like, I wrote a nice song about you. So I'm just thinking, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> because she doesn't really write very many nice songs about guys. Wow. She so does relieved. though, turns out. Yeah, she does. Her and deep he said, so I was very relieved when it turned out to be a nice song. And it's actually one of the nicest things anybody's ever done for me. That's so cute. So a nice little reaction. Yeah. And also, I love that he supposedly had been writing a song called Try to Make It Anyway, which he later revealed was about Swift. So at the same time, he had also been writing a song about her, which yeah. I need to look, listen to that song. I know. What could have been, you know? Yeah. I mean, how many how many people have written songs about Taylor Swift? Well, actually, yeah, a lot. So never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Turns but at out. this point in her career, probably not that many. Right. And also, like... <laughs> Not like a not in, a, in response to something, you know how like John Mayer did Paper Dolls, right? And yeah. and then the Jonas Brothers with their stupid one that was like, yeah, that's still and annoys me. It's so, oh, I right. know Jonas Brothers, so so silly. It's so like way too late. It's so after the fact, like, mm-hmm. and also um, that album, total not good <laughs> album. Nice try, guys, but no, <laughs> yeah, um. The lyrics are so cute. I yeah, mean, I love the lyrics. Literally. The, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Oh, the mms. Or the mms. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was listening to the, I don't even want to call it the original recording, but I guess it is. Um, I was listening yeah. to the old one. And of course, like her voice is just so much more mature now and sounds so, so good. Um, the the mms are like just really smooth and like less breathy. In the old version? In the uh, new version. In the new version, like, okay. Compared to the old version. Um, and of course, the laugh is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it's, love that she kept the laugh. Like, yeah. she still did the laugh. But, but changed it, it to make different. to reflect her. Yeah. I really, mm-hmm. I love the new laugh. We should insert those back to back. New laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad have, like going back and listening to the old versions because I don't want to give Scooty any money. But I figure it's what, like pennies and this is yeah. for research. It's not for, I want to pirate it oh my <laughs> just to make a point. Um, well, I, I do have the CD somewhere. Oh. I can just, I mean, you, you might still. Not that I have, have a you. CD player to play it on. I got well, no disc drive. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> Our car doesn't have a CD player anymore. Can you put it in your PlayStation? Does I don't play know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Oh my goodness. Wow. How, how different that is like i know welcome to the year 3000 so strange so um a personal kind of silly thing which i mean this can totally be edited out because it's kind of cringe but i just had to mention it when me and my now husband were dating on i don't know why i did this but i recorded a cover of the song but changed steven to his name oh my god and recorded it on like the voice memos and sent it to him that and is i want to die so Taylor. about that <laughs> That's very Taylor Swift of you to do. He was probably like, what? No, that's really cute. And I, now I want to hear it. Well, I I mentioned that to him yesterday when I thought about it and he like didn't remember it. So <laughs> yeah, obviously he's like, you did? I mean, oh that was, gosh. to be fair, that would have been like almost 10 years ago. So true. Still. Oh my goodness. That's Unless so I, funny. He doesn't remember. Which it's very possible I recorded it and didn't have the guts to send it. Now I don't remember. Oh, you're blaming this on him, but maybe. Do you still have it somewhere, though? (sighs) I hope not. Yeah, I probably do. I think I backed up all my voice memos to my iTunes library once. So it's probably in there somewhere. That is so painful. (laughs) 
Because I think mine like did the same thing at one point, or maybe I, I was saving something and all my voice memos were in my iTunes library on my old laptop. And when I went to just like see what was on my old laptop, like all these old voice memos and also any songs I recorded on my laptop mm, that I had imported to iTunes, yeah. which I'm, oh my God, so many and so many embarrassing ones. Yeah. So let's not. Do you... I'm going to delete just, that whole laptop, just like throw it off a bridge. <laughs> Do you remember um, getting a voice memo song of being of Grenade by Bruno Mars being sung terribly? Mm. Do you remember this? Was this for you? Doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay. I had a voice memo of me and someone else who I will not name drop, but singing that song really terribly. And I thought we sent it to you to Can like you encourage you it? one day. I need to know. Okay. It was... Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, not. Yeah, it was just, just so funny. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was another thing. I, I swear we sent that to you because you were like having a bad day. We're like, let's sing Grenade by Bruno Mars and send it to her. That sounds vaguely <gasps> familiar. I mean, again, this would have been like, what, 2012 or something? Right. Probably Whatever. when we first got iPhones and had the ability to do voice memos. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So let's move on to tropes. Oh, Enough right. about okay. voice memos. So this be... <laughs> okay, but... To keep it on track, you know, that we were still talking vaguely about Taylor is, mm-hmm. you know, she would record songs on voice memos. I mean, at least she yeah. showed it, you know, on like 1989, the, you know, very, very rough drafts of of songs. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this song is quite tropey. Yes. Um, I mean, we got your name drops. We got kissing and rain together, kissing in the rain. That's that's like double points. It's always exactly other pretty girls or beautiful mm-hmm. girls, I guess specifically, um, writing a song for a guy and and being self aware about it, even mentioning it. Like I feel like that's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, unrequited love. I, I mean, yeah, having is it, a crush. Yeah, that's that's yeah, same kind of thing. Definitely, uh, face of an angel. Yeah, and because she mentions that in. The song and also White Horse. Exactly. Talking about back like, the to face back. Of angel. Yeah. That's bold. Uh, magic in general, street lights, everybody wanting him, him mm-hmm. shining mm-hmm. and laughter. I mean. Wait, did we miss? Did you say tossing rocks at window? Oh, I think I missed the tossing rocks. Like, yeah. It's literally like, right there. Tossing pebbles, tossing yes. rocks. That's kind of a but thing. But it's her doing it to him, which is pretty cute. Or girls, yes. you know, little role reversal there. Also, I don't know if this is a trope, but her like. Um, kind of breaking the third wall about writing a song about him. <laughs> like, yes, it's I love definitely. That. She does it a couple times for sure. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, it reminds me of uh, I think it's a bonus track on 1989, the one that's like "You Are in Love." I like never listened to that song, but <laughs> yeah, that- she says like, mm-hmm. um, it's you know what I've been trying to capture in a song. Oh yeah. But so I'm sure I think there's that others. counts as a trope. Definitely. Um, and there's no music video. Yeah. So. It's like, there's no Wikipedia article either. Like on this album, when you look at the track listing, like most of the songs have a blue, you know, are in blue because they have their own page, even non-singles. Right. And not this one. I'm like, that's so underrated. <laughs> I know it is. But that's but. like half the songs on this album. I just, I mean, I'm a little partial. Yeah. I mean, and it is cool. Like, like we've talked about before, like songs that we love that 
could have definitely been singles. It's kind of nice to have them as not singles because you're like, this is is a deep cut that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite line or least favorite? I picked a favorite. Um, Mm -hmm. I went with the first line. Hey, Steven, I know looks can be deceiving, (laughs) but I know I saw a light in you. Like, I just love that she rhymes Steven with deceiving. It's, yeah, it's good. And it's just like, I don't know. I just love it. Yeah. And her little accent again with deceiving. 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 Um, My favorite was, which I already kind of said, all those other girls, well, they're beautiful, but would they write a song for you? (laughs) Gotta have the giggle. (laughs) A little tongue in cheek, whatever. And then the giggle. Yeah. It is. I mean, that's such a great line too. I love it. There's so many good ones though in this, in this, um, so many cutesy. (gasps) You know, here's another trope that I didn't even think about because she mentions other girls and she kind of is like, I'm not like other girls. Oh yeah. Which... It definitely Wait, comes that's up. One of her favorite yeah. tropes. Can't believe I didn't write that down. Insane. Oh, and the secret message is love and theft. So oh. if anyone <laughs> wasn't sure which Steven is about, that kind of the uh, nail in the coffin there. Yeah, of. that's very bold. Yep. Um, What did you rate this? So, <clears throat> kind of on the fence on the rating here. Me too. Um... I guess a seven. I was thinking seven or 7.5, but I'll probably say a seven. Yeah, I said 7.5. Okay. Because like, I mean, like I've I've been like gushing about this song. I don't know why I didn't rate it higher, but I think it's good. Because it's not one, you know. I wouldn't skip it. No, for sure. And if it came up on shuffle, shuffle, I would listen. Yeah. So I think that. I'm still, I don't know. It's still just a 7.5. And not that, I don't know why 7.5 seems low. It's not. (laughs) I know. It's so hard sometimes to know like, okay, I'm reading this as a song or just in terms of Taylor Swift songs because I don't know. Yeah. That kind of changes things. But like in realm of Taylor Swift songs, I'd say like, this is, this is really good, but it's not like my, it wouldn't be in like my top 10 or anything. Yeah, that's true. And it's not like it's saying anything new and, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cute lines, but it's nothing like, um, you know, we know what mm-hmm. she's capable of, <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. But on the Swifty scale, pretty oh, dang man. high. Yeah. I gave did it an give, eight. An eight? Okay. What yeah. did we give? Did we give Fearless 10 out of 10? Fearless was the 10. Yes. Okay. I definitely think this is an eight at least. So yeah, I agree with that. It's got to be. A good, that's a good one. I'm still trying to figure out what is the least Swifty song that we could, you know, because if we say fearless, like on a scale of blank to fearless, what? I feel like it has maybe to be something, one that's not about a guy for sure. Right. Maybe like tied together with a smile. <laughs> yeah, that one has a, doesn't. Now I can't remember, but did that one have a lot of cliches anyway? Yeah, but not like specifically her, you know. Or maybe pl- a place in this yeah. world. But that one is still very, but it's just really not as specific to her. Could it be like any of her new stuff? Possible. Yeah. I guess we'll have to see once we start counting the tropes on those. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah, that's I good... still feel like in the in the grand scheme, they are still very tropey, but there's got to be Definitely. A, a few that aren't. Yeah, I feel but. like she kind of branched out a little bit of mm-hmm. her comfort zone a little bit more, even though she still kept 
her same kind of themes. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to th- I'll have to think about that. So eight, um, goodness, rock kisses in the windows. Rain. Another <laughs> more rocks. <laughs> I just love those rocks. No oh, kisses in the rain. Eight is always kisses good too. in the rain. But that's that's not as specific to Stephen. You know, that's true. How about eight songs? Eight written. songs written about you and giggles. <laughs> Oh, I just thought of something. I saw this meme, so I don't know if it's true. I couldn't really verify it because I wasn't going to go back through Taylor's entire, um, every single song ever. Um, I saw this meme that was like, Folklore is the first album since Fearless that Taylor didn't laugh on. Wait, so Folklore, the first album since Fearless. So she's laughed on every, al- like Fearless in every album since Folklore. Yes. Yeah, she oh, laughs okay. a lot on Speak Now, apparently, because I was trying to find a list of like all the songs that she laughs in. And the only, um, I feel like my throat did a weird thing. Um, the only um, <laughs> like list that I could find that seemed legit was like all the songs that Taylor laughs or talks in. And I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't narrow it down. Yeah. Because huh. she, yeah, I can't, I know for sure she laughs and speak now. I can't remember Red. I She has to, but I didn't go back through and listen I, and make she, sure. I mean, she definitely has to laugh in We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Yeah, that's probably. Like 22. Yeah. I, I can't remember where she laughs on 1989, but I'm guessing she does. And then um, Reputation she does. And Lover she does. So it could be true. But and on folklore, obviously not. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That'll definitely be one we'll have to keep track of as we're going through. Yeah. Never really thought about it. So it's a time. Time for White Horse. To move on. To move on. This White Horse can't catch me. Well, I absolutely love the song, as you may or may not know, is in my top five, probably. It's it's soul crushingly good. It's yeah. It hurts to listen to sometimes. Um and this is also her track a track five. Her yeah. Track five for this album. So her most emotionally vulnerable. And I love how it kind of has like the opposite um it's like the opposite of love story. Literally the anti love story. Yeah. <laughs> Today was On the not same a fairy tale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I love the vocal on the song and like the soft guitar. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, Well, I, there's I found a couple quotes from Taylor about the about the song. I mean, it's pretty clear what it's about, but she said um, it's one of the songs that I'm really proud of on the record. Um, take It talks about falling in love and the fairy tales that you're going to have with this person and that there is the moment that moment where you realize that it's not going to happen. That moment is just the most earth-shattering moment. So, fairy tale shattered. Yep. And she also kind of said, I'll just kind of partially quote that, but again, this was kind of written about the moment when you realize that all the dreams you had, all those visions you had of being with this person, all that disappears. I mean, she nails it. She really Because, really like, does. you know, when you, you think you're going to be with someone, you picture your future together, and then it all comes crashing down. Ouchie! Need a yep. sound effect there <laughs> to lighten the mood. Yeah, <laughs> insert sound effect. This is a cry every time. I cry like if you time. cry every Tim. Yeah, 
<laughs> so just some fun facts. This and Love Story are supposedly written about the same guy. Ooh. So that makes it even better, the fact that it's like two sides of the coin here. I, I couldn't find that like verified, like w- which guy or anything. Mm-hmm. But that's I read that somewhere, so I'm going to trust it. It's probably huh. Wikipedia or something. But. Yeah, because the, uh, the Love Story guy, we don't really know much about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, except for that, you know, they're like forbidden love story, allegedly. Yeah. Well, she did say that. Um, didn't she say that he was like not really a good guy? The one she wrote love story about because uh, her yeah, parents didn't really like, want him. So her parents and all her friends said he was creepy. And yeah. She... <laughs> well, maybe this was why, because it turned out he was had another woman on the side or something. I don't right. know. Right. I mean, from not to jump ahead to the music video, but. We see that in the music yeah. video a little. Um, yes. So we'll shall we'll get there. We shall get there if I can we ever shall talk. Get there. Maybe. Also, this won the um, the Grammy for best country song and best female country vocal performance in 2010. Well, wow. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I mean, it's like I knew it was a single. I didn't realize this song was the one like that. I didn't one. either. That's pretty cool. Uh, would it? Would because I saw that you belong with me was nominated for some Grammys. But would that have been 2009? No, I guess it would have been the same year, obviously. Mm. No, I wish I would have Wikipedia'd this Yeah, I, I just <laughs> I didn't keep notes of the You Belong With Me because they didn't actually win. It was just nominated. But, yeah. Um, I just wonder if it was also nominated and White Horse won over that or not. I don't know. Um, but she also wasn't going to put this song on the album. She was going to wait for the third album because she felt like that there was enough sadness already represented on the record, <laughs> which is funny because uh, no such thing. Right. First of all, no such thing. <laughs> Second of all, like Forever and Always hadn't been written yet. So like, oh, yeah, because Forever and Always, I mean, not to jump ahead Barely made yet again. Yeah, it literally like the lyric booklets were like about to be printed. Like, yeah. She's like, no, and I like gotta was, get it. The in. whole album had been sent in to get to be mastered and everything, and she just like, she's like, nah, gotta call this guy out. Yeah, and I gotta call so out Joe Jonas. Can't wait till speak now, because then she had to call out you know someone else. But right, okay, sorry <laughs> for jumping ahead constantly. No, it's, really, story yeah, of my hey. life. Okay, it's back important. to White Horse. Yeah, how many times back did you to cry to this song? Oh, I don't know, several. Yeah. How many several, times have you cried? Have you cu- several hundred <laughs> you at least? Count? Yeah. <laughs> Hundreds. At least, especially around this time, like that this album was out. Like, who was I crying for? I don't know. Actually, I do, but it's also dumb. So, <laughs> the lyrics. Can we just talk about how good the lyrics are? Pain. Painful. Painfully good. Like, lyrically speaking, this is probably, well, I mean, I probably already my favorite song on the album, but. It's definitely the best lyrically, I think, too, other than just being the fave. Yeah, I mean, it's so descriptive. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably not the right word. It is descriptive, but also like I love um, the St. Hollywood. This is a small town. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know why I just really that like I have no words, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, I guess we'll talk more about our, our favorite lyrics wildly, later, but trying to explain what I mean. And yet, you know, you can see me, but our listener can't. <laughs> she's, she's speechless guys. Just gesticulating wildly. 
<laughs> I hate that word, gesticulating. Uh, should we get up into these tropes? Because I feel like the lyrics the and tropes. the tropes are one in the same. Do this, it. Oh my goodness. So I had so many written down and then I realized that I didn't, like I missed eyes, like one of her biggest ones because I was so distracted oh, yeah. by the, the more of the thematic tropes, less so than like specific words and lyrics. So we've got your fairy tale imagery, shattered edition, uh, face of an angel yet again, back to back, yes. <laughs> being a believer or a dreamer, should have known better. Yep. Um, like, you know, self-blame for let, letting, quote unquote, him hurt you. Uh, small town, begging him begging for forgiveness, but it's too late edition. Being naive, pacing no, around, too late. having to fight for love. And then eyes, just the last one. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah. This is so trope it's, heavy. It is. But it's still, I mean, it's not a bad thing at all. It's, she has her, her specific songwriting style that we love and adore. I especially like the fairy tale imagery. Yeah. I mean, that's, she literally that's, says, this ain't a fairy this tale. Ain't. This is not a fairy tale. Would it have worked like if, let's say she didn't have this country background and she was just going straight up full on pop, would mm-hmm. she have said ain't? This. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. I mean, like, I'm trying to imagine another pop star doing this song, What, how they would say it. Yeah. This, I'm not a princess. Probably not. This, it, it, it's not a fairy tale. No. This, this isn't a fairy tale. I don't know. Did you say ain't when you covered this song? Because I know that you definitely had to have, right? Oh, I'm sure. And obviously. <laughs> I can never. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I can never do this song justice. Like the guitar is so beautiful. Yeah. I think I definitely have tried, you know, butchered <laughs> trying to cover this song and never like in any sort of setting, just alone in my bedroom, you know. Um, and I, yeah. yeah, I just could never. It never sounded right, I guess, without the cello. Like what are you supposed yeah. to do? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like sometimes the I mean, not sometimes, but like, always with her with some of my favorite songs of hers, I can't, like, I can't cover them half the time because I feel like, yeah, this is terrible. I know. I <laughs> yeah, it's like, because I, I always, <laughs> I just like, I knew I know the chords for all too well, because I play it on my piano, just like oh, an yeah. instrumental version. I would sometimes I sing it just t- to be goofy. Um, and then I played it on my ukulele. And it was, oh my, it was so annoying because it's like (laughs) playing a ukulele, it doesn't matter how earnestly you try to sing or play like, you know, like bling, bling. It's, it's a ukulele. It's never going to sound good. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to that wave of white girls that learned the ukulele a few years ago and did a bunch of ukulele covers. None of them were good. I apologize. Everyone knows that you only do Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Exactly. Only, but only the Hawaiian guy can do it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. Rip that guy. Oh, man. Uh, Wow. Where did we go with this? I don't know, but I think it's time to talk about the music video. It sure is. I don't think I had actually seen this music video before. I think I had seen it somehow and I don't know. Or maybe I'm just misremembering seeing it. I feel like I used to watch CMT some just for some reason, but there's no way I'm still watching CMT at this time that I could have been. I mean, I, I had seen it like somewhat recently, like this, 
watching it for this wasn't the first time ever yeah. I'd seen it, but I just don't remember seeing it back in the day. Like You Belong With Me definitely is like in my brain everywhere. forever, but right. Um, maybe I just forgot it. Yeah. For some reason, I re- feel like I remember watching it, <laughs> but I can't. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Um, but so yeah. what did you what did you think of the music video then? Um, I mean, it wasn't anything special. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you know, not to hate on it. Or no, anything. Yeah, it was just, um, the was talking kind of made me cringe. I oh, hate yeah. music videos with talking unless it's I don't know, has to be really special. <laughs> unless it's wake me up when September ends. Oh, true. No. The seven minute version. <laughs> That's like a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it really is. Also, yeah, I mean, she's just kind of like sad in a corner looking back on the relationship. Sorry, what were you going to say? Well, just the one thing I, I wrote down, like when she like catches him, like bringing groceries into the house and then like there's that woman, like, is that like oh, his yeah. wife? Like wh- she looks <sighs> yeah, uh, quite a bit older, like and in that scene for some reason, like when it's the flashbacks of them, like touching noses, which they did a lot for some reason. Um, he looks her age, but then in that scene in the dark in the grocery bag and the wife looking girl, and then he mm-hmm. looks like they look married to me, or at least like, well, I mean, that is the concept that they had been dating for like years that Taylor was the other woman basically. So, well, so I guess dang. he could have been married because I guess that was kind of the thing when her friend was like, there's something you should know about him. I can't imagine dating someone for years and not, or at least, you know, longer than like a few weeks and not knowing they're married. No, like he hadn't been dating Taylor for that long. I think he had been dating the other girl for weeks and he was cheating oh, on the other girl with, with Taylor. Oh, uh, okay. See, I'm, I think is supposedly in the, the music concept. video, they seem married to me. Maybe I'm misreading everything. I mean, that but. could be it too. I mean, he's bringing home a bag of chips in the, with the, gro- I mean, he's bringing the, home groceries the and groceries I saw some chips on is, top. It's extremely domestic. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and um, why is the wife or the, you know, I the other girl, why is she yeah. not like, um, who, who's she though? Yeah. And then the, like the call that's like, give me a second chance. And she's like, no. And then we have to hear her like crying. Like, no, <laughs> don't do this. No, she really, is she real crying? Cause that's some convincing crying. It was pretty convincing. Um, she, yeah, she really looks like she is crying. And then she kind of like, she kind of laugh when she like breaks up with the guy, like yeah. the triumphant, like I did it. Yeah. It's like the, <laughs> and then like the, I don't know. And then she like slides down the wall, which actually seemed painful because it's like a brick wall. Yeah. We're reading emotional. way too much into this. <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, I just had, I didn't, I, I never had thought about the song. Like she was the one who... She was the other woman and she didn't realize it kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to be what the song's about or if they, I feel like they just took it that way for the music video. Maybe. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. So let's talk about our lyrics, our favorite lyrics. I doubt it's going to, I doubt there's going to be a least favorite lyrics. So. I, I know. Uh, you want to go first this time? Sure. My favorite line is the whole song. No. <laughs> um, I mean. Basically there, though. Yeah. There are so many good ones. I'd accept it. But I guess my favorite would be maybe I was naive, got lost in your eyes, and never really had a chance. Oh, oh my God. Is that yours? Yes. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd pick that because I remember back when we would use like, was it MSN Messenger? Mm-hmm. And that, or Gchat like, may have been at this time, but even before may have Gchat. Still been. Yeah. I remember even before Gchat, that was like your status message. 
at one point. I am sh- absolutely sure that it was. I feel like I wrote that lyric like on in notebooks and like I probably designed a tattoo. Which yeah. well probably not, but I'm just like I I probably wrote it like in the margins of every paper at school, like bruh, chill. Well, runner up then. Okay. If you Runner up would be the next line. My mistake, I didn't know to be in love. You had to fight to have the upper hand. It's also good. uh, The one two punch with those two back to back. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that actually, when I was going over trying to figure out what my favorite line was, I had such a hard time picking it anyway. That's when I realized that eyes. And I was like, oh, I didn't write that in the tropes. (laughs) Yep. Because it's important Taylor trope. Yes. Um, Yeah. Also, now it's too late for you and your white horse. To catch me now. Yeah. Oh, I also like that outro where she's like, ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Try and catch catch me me now. now. Love that. Because I love (sighs) that, the whole, like, you know, the dip, like, this ain't a fairy tale, Mm -hmm. but, like, I'm I'm out. Like, Like, she's, you can just picture her driving away. Exactly. Yeah. And it's raining and she's driving. And then yeah. there's a horse running. <laughs> and then there's a horse. <laughs> Nothing is she holding that horse, the horse She oh, hits no. the horse. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, edit that out. All right. Secret <laughs> message is all I ever wanted was the truth. That is the longest sentence. I mean. No, it's not the longest because oh, the right. next one's longer. But yeah, it is. True. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah it's pretty long. That one is long. But yeah. Wow. She's got some real long ones because. Before it's like up until now, it was just like a couple words or like a little shake and bake, shake and bake. Yeah, exactly. Still cracking up about shake and bake. I want to know. <laughs> need, a, need a story. Um, but yeah, and then now she's going into full senses. Yeah. And I still, every time I think secret message, I just think maple latte and I just can't wait to talk about oh, red. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Surprise. We're skipping the rest of this album and speak now. We're skipping to red starting right this second. Oh, man. I'm just <laughs> going to jump around to whatever we feel like. Oh, OK. Let's rate this song. Oh, true. Um, You go first. I give it an eight out of ten. Oh, eight out of ten. All right. I give it an eight out of eight point five out of ten. Because hmm. I think I actually had a, a point five in there before and then I erased it for some reason because I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Not that. Again, like an eight is a high rating. I don't know why I'm acting like it's so low. Like, obviously, well, I love this song. What's going to be your ten? How many tens are you going to have? That's the thing. It's like I know very, very few, or if well, any. But in the, I so, I guess we need to establish: Are we rating these in the realm of just Taylor universe, or I guess songs so. in general? I get. I, I guess the Taylor universe. I don't know. I keep. I think we talked about before doing songs in general, but I don't know. My brain ain't that big. I think. I mean, since this is a very <laughs> This is a Taylor centric (laughs) podcast. I feel like we should stick maybe just to Taylor universe. I feel like, but not that I wouldn't change any of my ratings so far because I think I have been rating that way without knowing it. Which I just realized I'm dumb because 8.5, but this song is in my top five. Hmm. Well, that's fine. I'll save my 10. I mean, there's no, there's one 10. Yeah. There's few tens that could possibly be just in general. Like the only 10 out yeah. of 10 song I can think of just out of music in general, like besides Taylor and everything is like Happiness is a Warm Gun by Paranoid the Android. Or Paranoid. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, that's a 10 out of 10 <laughs> album. So. Yeah. <sighs> Happiness is a Warm Gun. That's that's your 10 out of 10, huh? That song I mean, is like 
two minutes, 45 seconds long. It goes like so many different places. Like, I don't. Yeah. It's such a good song. It's ridiculous. Oh, I yeah, I love that song. Also love the version on Across the Universe. Please don't hate me. <sighs> no, I mean, Across the Universe, like, it's <laughs> insane. Like, I hate Beatles. Well, I, I don't hate Beatles uh, covers, but um, sometimes I do. And I mean, Across the Universe, like, they just did them so well. Most of it, them. The only one I don't, yeah, most of them. Uh, not a fan of Bono, just in general, and him singing mm-hmm. I Am the Walrus. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah. And his character in the movie, blah. Um, um also the oh, like what's the really creepy part oh like when the, everything's all animated and weird being for the benefit of mr kite yeah no no i no mean thanks. i don't even really like that song anyway but then like that whole scene is just like okay we get it um um the because I, cover <sighs> perfection i mean just thinking about kind of giving me chills time. yeah it, yeah i literally got chills oh my goodness it's so good the only i'm not a huge fan of the blackbird cover yeah, um, your Blackbird just, cover is better. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like, why would you take out the music? You know, the sparse guitar. It's so yeah. beautiful. Like, it's true. And also, Evan Rachel Wood is an insane singer. Like, does how she is she so good? Does she actually do music, like, for realsies? Yeah, or only? she's in a band. Oh, I can't remember okay. the name of it, but... Speaking of uh, Wake Me Up in September Ends music video. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is about Evan Rachel Wood. Just in yeah, general. It turns out this is an Evan Rachel Wood podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, what were we talking about? I don't oh, know. Yeah. We should take a break. Taylor Swift. Wait, we haven't oh, done wait. the Swifty rating. Yeah, Swifty scale. This is high. I mean, the, the the wall of text that is our little section about the tropes is... Is it higher than Hey Steven? Yes. Okay. Because even even though she's dismantling the fairy tale mm-hmm. world, it's still it's still there and... In a big way. I rated it a nine. Yeah. Nine I'll, white horses. Nine white horses. Nine I agree. small towns. Yep. Out of ten small towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's take a break because All we're right. getting real derailed. <laughs> All right. And we're back. And we're back with more Swifty Synonymous. Swifties. Thank you for listening to our ads from our sponsors that we don't have. <laughs> we should record some fake ads, like pretend that we're sponsored by Blue Apron so that they will sponsor us. This podcast is brought to you by Pixar. You probably, oh, it is. Um, you should probably bleep Blue Apron because they'll, we'll get sued for even mentioning it. Even though it, you know, if someone is listening and doesn't know what Blue Apron is and they Google it and they're like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'll buy it. We should be getting some of that money. So we should be sponsored. True. Google how to get sponsors. Uh, so let's get into You Belong With Me. This song. Arguably, probably her, I would imagine her biggest hit of, you know, up until yeah, then, you know, this really Definitely. like put her on the map as far as um, I don't know, icon, iconicness. Yeah. Yeah. If people didn't know about Taylor Swift before this, this song definitely made them know about her. Yeah. It was everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Um, For our listeners out there who cannot see me, um, which is all of them, I have a cat on my lap and her tail is just, okay, now she's settled. Um, But anyway, yes. um, Just 
a huge song. I remember hearing it straight up everywhere. You couldn't get away from it. The music video was everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bop. It is. I mean, and it really is like the I'm not like other girls anthem. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, I definitely like related to it as a high schooler. So the friend zone anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, just a little bit of background. Uh, I guess when she came to the writing session with Liz Rose and said, I've got this idea. She'd overheard a friend of hers talking to his girlfriend. He was completely on the defensive saying, no, baby, I had to get off the phone really quickly. I tried to call you right back. Of course I love you more than anything. Baby, I'm so sorry. (laughs) She was just yelling at him. I know. She said, I felt so bad for him at that moment. So I came up with the first line. You're on the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset going off about something that you said. And I ran that into the storyline that I'm going that I'm in love with him and he should be with me instead of her. It just became this whole picture. So that kind of started the whole idea, I guess. Yeah. So for some reason, when I read this, I initially, I just glossed over. I didn't like deeply read it. And so I had Mm -hmm. it in my head that she overheard a friend talking about a friend. And so I was like, oh, so this is not autobiographical, but it is though. (laughs) Yeah. I want to know who this was. Yeah. I mean, she, obviously she didn't actually like, she came, she didn't actually like him. Right. It was just like, she came up with the idea. Okay. Yeah. yeah, That's that's what I got to. But But yeah. Okay. So I guess it's not completely autobiographical. It's kind of like inspired by real events, but she kind of ran with it. Yeah. Which is, again, people thinking that folklore was her first time ever writing on autobiographical things. Like, yeah, she's a storyteller, guys. She's always done this. You think she has done every single thing that she says in her songs like yeah get real sorry that came across kind of no (laughs) no no, you're right um yeah yeah and i I mean she she said basically um this is again about wanting someone who's with this girl who doesn't appreciate him at all basically like girl next door itis (laughs) (laughs) oh i love that yeah um, you like this guy you've known for your whole life and you know him better than she does, but somehow the popular girl gets the guy every time. Every there time. Is. There she goes again, not being like other girls. Yeah. And like in the music, not to jump ahead to the music video, but like her Do it. with the, the straight hair. Oh, I yeah. know. You know, her, her body double. It's always the straight hair. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Like um, the popular girl having like the straight brown hair. Yeah. The nerdy girl having the curly blonde. Even though I feel like if Taylor was brunette herself, she, you know, she would have had the curly brown hair and then the, the popular girl would have had the straight blonde hair. I feel like that's more. That's about It's right. always the blonde girl that's mm-hmm. that's mean or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> always. That's what, that's what movies tell us. <laughs> yes. Um, so our little fun fact is not very fun. Do it. Oh, me. Okay. Do it. Yeah. Well, as we all know, this was uh, the catalyst. Not really catalyst, I guess. Um, Taylor wins a VMA at the MTV VMAs and Mm -hmm. gets interrupted by Kanye, the infamous Kanye situation, proclaiming that Beyonce had the best video (laughs) of all time. Of all time. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of this. Wow. You have to watch a video from 2009. <laughs> I remember this being such, I mean, it was in the news for like 
weeks. People were freaking out. Yeah. yeah. But people really came to Taylor's defense, which was nice. Yeah. Um, thinking, like looking back on it, how wild it was for this grown man, this like very established oh, artist to, you know, push aside, interrupt this. She's not Taylor as we know her now. She was new little baby yeah this is she's 19 right yeah her breakout song like how wild that was um yeah also beyonce can we not forget beyonce is Mm -hmm. the real one here it never gets mentioned beyonce let taylor finish her speech when she accepted her award later beyonce is the real she's a real story yeah yeah and to think i mean not to like defend kanye's actions or like excuse it but I wonder, like, if anyone else had gotten the award, he may have done the same thing, you know, being like, Beyonce should have won this. Um, yeah. Which, I don't, you know, we, we can't know that. Um, but it, it's just so wild. And, I mean, yeah. he embarrassed Beyonce, too. I know. By the, yelling I that. love Beyonce's reaction face. Yeah. She's like, no, please don't. <laughs> Do you remember... When Taylor hosted, she hosted SNL like not long after this. Yeah, she like did up the monologue song and like kind of made fun of it. Yes, it was like, so great. I've got security line the stage, and then like, yeah, it was oh, like man. was it Bill Hader and like Jason Sudeikis? Yeah, come out to the side with the their little earpieces. <laughs> and she also in that same monologue was dating Taylor, the other Taylor at the time. Yes. And, like winks. Yeah, she goes. I love it. Mouths. Hi Taylor. Yeah. Hi Taylor. That's right. <laughs> like I'm not gonna talk about the werewolf from twilight yeah <laughs> oh, oh yeah man. i just watched I that, that not long ago and i oh my gosh oh, okay. it's so good apparently she was the first um guest to write her own monologue oh really they don't usually do write their own Mm-mm. I, okay huh. elon musk is going to be on next week can you imagine him writing his own monologue oh is he really yeah. <laughs> is it looks like performing Missed opportunity. Yeah, why did they not do that? Right. Is, I mean, I cannot, do you know who is performing? Yes, Miley Cyrus, which... <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get her to host. I know. Okay. Because she strange. has hosted and performed on the same... Oh, I don't know why they got Elon. So stupid. He looked... Ugh. But yeah, they should have done Grimes. <sighs> and then like... I Can you imagine like the... I, I feel like the SNL like horror fan base right now is just like... Not quite boomers, but just like middle-aged white families you know and can you imagine like grimes is not very good live i'm sorry grimes i love you um i've never watched (laughs) any of her her live stuff she and she's she's a performer so she has like you know she does weird stuff but she her music is not accessible to that age range anyway so i just i can't imagine i mean we saw what happened when phoebe smashed the guitar people (sighs) were like freaking out in a bad way so ridiculous a woman Uh, does anything and middle-aged white men will freak out and again we're off on a tangent all right well um i mean do we want to the lyrics are we just going to touch on that later i Uh, mean they're funny i mean i feel like when we uh, what do you mean touch on it later oh i don't know the next thing was lyrics oh okay yeah when uh, we talk about our favorite lines i don't know if there's much more to say yeah, true. Because it's it's again one of those songs that, um, it's less about individual lyrics and more about the whole story, mm-hmm. you know. And it really paints a picture. Yeah. yeah, there's some funny ones, some funny lines. Like I just love it. Like what? 
Just like the she wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts. Like it I is, don't know. yeah. Um, um, the secret message. I'll go ahead and I guess just talk about that. It was love was blind, so you couldn't see me. Very long. <laughs> so dramatic. I love it. Yeah, that is so, quite long. Yeah, I mean, I she's really putting herself in character here as the the friend zoned girl. Yeah, I feel like we should we need to talk about the music video, but yeah, I guess we, we should. should do the we'll we'll spend the most time on the music video, I imagine. So let's go through these tropes okay. while we're here. It's it's quite tropey. I mean, not like other girls. I've been here this whole time. His smile, the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. specific time day or time specifically mm-hmm. tuesday night um clothes she mentions mm-hmm. a lot of clothes in this t-shirt yes. high heel short skirt jeans I, I feel like i missed something i put etc et, et cetera. wait high heels yeah short skirt jeans i mean specifically worn out jeans did you put sneakers oh i didn't there sneakers. it is sneakers yeah, um, knowing him, feeling like she knows someone mm-hmm, better mm-hmm. than themselves, basically, and then smile. Wait, I put smile twice. <laughs> oh, maybe I did that. Still, uh, also walk in the street. She talks a lot about oh, that true kind of stuff. And even, I mean, maybe this is too much of a stretch, but like dreaming, dreaming about the day. Yeah, like being true. a dreamer. Yeah, definitely yep. a dreamer. Um, the one, you know, I mean. Of course, it's a fun, a fun song, but and not to sound, I feel like I'm doing the same thing. I'm being like, well, I'm not like other girls because I like wearing high heels, but I also like wearing sneakers. <laughs> no, it's one or the other. So I'm You're both, only allowed. I'm both the mean girl and the invisible nice girl. What if I'm the invisible mean girl? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that's that's we're rough. Get, getting weird here. Um, <laughs> So the music video. Let's talk about the music video. I love this music video. It is so, I mean, what other word besides iconic? Yeah. I mean, it literally won for a reason. Yeah. It's so good. Um, The outfit change montage is everything to me. Oh, I love it. Also, I love her signed t-shirt. That's so like dorky middle school, high school. Yeah, it's very like the dorky girl that's in all the clubs and... Mm -hmm whatever yeah. thing that the shirt was for it's yeah and um, the guy from Hanny Montani movie yeah so I did read a little thing about um she met him on the set of Hannah Montana the movie or oh, the, yeah. is it the, Hannah Montana the movie or is it the Hannah Montana movie I think it's Hannah Montana the movie yeah you're probably right um yeah so they met on the set of that forgot that Taylor was kind of in that like she does that song crazier yeah, I love that song I know it's so good um he and like you know liked his look and everything and, and asked him to be in the music video. They actually filmed the music video in Tennessee, which is kind of funny. Oh, um, but it is yeah. he is like he's so cute. He's the cute little like all so American. Cute. Like his smile really does light up this whole town. Like and he's got like the floppy yeah. hair. Oh, he really Love is it. that just. And, and I mean, I don't mean this in a bad way, but like the default setting, like like cute high school guy. Yeah, that you'd have a crush on. That everybody would. Yeah. And he just seems nice. You know, it's not like he's the, mm-hmm. even though he is in the music video, he's like the jock football player, but he doesn't, he's nice about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but he also like when he touches her hair and like brushes back her hair when they're sitting on the park bench or whatever like that's just cruel man i know you can't, can't be do doing that, that. <laughs> especially when your girlfriend who looks suspiciously like your childhood friend next door neighbor only with a wig on pulls up yeah, with the weird crazy convertible whatever car that is was that inspired by hannah montana just like change the wig and you're a different person oh, probably <laughs> she should have had miley cyrus play the, oh, the dark haired girl great. yeah <laughs> or they should have had her as hannah montana but then as a different character so she's got like the hannah montana wig on with the makeup and the sparkly outfit but then a wig on top of the wig <laughs> oh my gosh oh we're getting weird uh, again <laughs> um when she pulls up i feel like she needs to say get in loser we're going shopping she i'm surprised that she didn't she was she was giving off those vibes. Yeah. Um, and like, I guess she like kisses him and then she pushes him against the seat so yeah, hard. It's it so cuts back weird. To, like, she's a bully. Give that poor man whiplash. Yeah. The, the football scene reminds me of a Cinderella story, 2004. Me too. <laughs> I wrote that too. Did you write totally. 2004 in parentheses? Tell me you did. No, oh. I just said major Cinderella story vibes with the football <laughs> yeah. scene. It really is because she's the cheerleader. The or I mean, you know, the other girl is the the mean cheerleader and he's the sensitive yeah. football player, just like a Cinderella story. All it needed to do is rain. <sighs> That's right. Waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. <laughs> Iconic. Tune into our Cinderella story podcast. Oh, we do a side podcast. <laughs> um quick aside from well, not aside, but like from earlier, kind of forgot to mention it's just funny that they're writing notes to each other. Like, do they not have a phone to text each other? Or is that too much commitment? I don't know. It seemed like they're friends. Right. And see, in my imagination, I, I'm sure this is what they're trying to establish. Like, they maybe grew up in those houses, like, writing notes to each other. And mm -hmm. then now they're teenagers. Oh, that's And also, true. like, 2008, I mean, I guess texting definitely was a thing, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah I like that. It just seemed like I something really they've always the done. they yeah, growing up doing that. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And for her to be like, I, I know you better than anyone, you know, because we grew up together. Yeah. Um, I'm offended that she takes off the glasses and that's what makes her hot. I hate that that's, trope. I hate that trope as well. I also hate, I well, at least her hair isn't straightened because that oh, always yeah. bugged me like in uh, Princess Diaries when... Oh my gosh. I mean, they I do. Know. They wax the eyebrows. Obviously, that's going to make a, a huge difference. Yeah. But yeah, her hair is this disgusting, curly, and that's so gross. It broke my brush. And then, okay, for the listeners who don't know this, I have curly hair. Um, that's very annoying. But uh, yeah, the glasses. Not, the, not Princess Bride. I mean, not Princess Diaries curly, though. <laughs> True. Hers yeah. is like very, very. Th I mean, it's her hair is pretty. It just needs to be styled correctly as far as taking care of her curls. They should have nourished her curls yeah. instead of flat ironed the crap out of it. Also, that was the era. How does she, I mean, she goes to school the next day. Obviously her hair could, you know, you can sleep in it and it's fine. But her hair for the rest of the movie and the next movie is straight. What did they like chemically She never washes it? it again. I guess not. Because, yeah, it's very, um, very offensive to curly girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um wait one last note on the music video is i love the ending when they're at the dance and she pulls out the i love you note and oh. he pulls out the i love you note <sighs> so cute it is the cutest the fact that he brought it with him in his little 
Yeah. Prom suit. He oh was my ready. <laughs> Love it. Really do. All right. Um, are we to favorite lyric? Yeah. Um, you want to go first this time? Sure. Uh, I had a hard time picking um, just because it is. It's just the, it's a story. It's not like a yeah a single line thing. But I do like she doesn't get your humor like I do. Oh, yeah. That's a good because one. Because I think about like my sense of humor. Not that I'm very funny at all, but I feel like my personality is if you don't get my humor, then I'm going to I'm going to be suffering, you know? Yeah. <laughs> True. So I can only imagine how this guy is suffering, trying to, you know, make sure his girlfriend isn't offended all the time by the things he says. <laughs> yeah. And now he just needs to be with his next door neighbor that he grew up with. <laughs> yeah. The girl next door. Literally. Literally. Um, mine, I put, I, yeah, I was having a really hard time, but just she wears short skirts. I wear t-shirts. That's such a fun line. And I love how it, it is rhymes. Fun. It's cute. Also, she wears short skirts, no top. And so you wear yeah. t-shirts, no bottoms. <laughs> you get that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you can't wear both, apparently. <laughs> she wears blouses. She wears blouses. Only. I wear t-shirts. She wears short skirts and I wear skinny jeans. Bell bottoms. <laughs> Boot cut jeans. Boot. Oh, my gosh. Book, who no, is skinny jeans flattering on? Uh, people that wear boots, I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's probably true. Were skinny jeans? Yeah, they were popular at that era, 2009. Yeah. Yeah. They were. For sure. What, what rating would you give this bad boy? Um, It's not, I mean, it has the classic, like, it got way overplayed for me. Yeah. So it's not like a favorite. I don't even know if that's why, but I, I gave it a 6.5. Yeah. I had question marks here because I was torn because like, I don't hate this song by any means. No. It's fun. Like it, if it came up, I probably would listen to it depending on how long it had been since the last time I'd heard it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was probably somewhere in the middle. So probably six. Nice. Because it's, yeah, the overplayedness. Yeah. Even though it's been years you know, but it's still like I had a fun time listening to it for this. So and I listened to it like eight times and then also watched the music video. So can't hate it that much. <laughs> yeah. And Swiftiness. Oh, was this this is a little less Swifty than like, hey, Steven. Yeah. Um, She does have a lot of her signature like dates and like articles of clothing. I don't know. What yeah. do you think? Like a seven? Yeah, or I not seven. Like Okay, because it's it's like high-ish, but not like yeah, trademark Swiftian. Seven short skirts mm -hmm. out of ten short skirts. Seven any middles of the nights. <laughs> seven Tuesday seven worn nights. out jeans. She does love her clothing. Yes. All right. Breathe. Let's in parentheses, featuring Colby Calais in parentheses Taylor's version. Breathe in parentheses two a.m. Should have been the name, like that one song. By oh my gosh, yes, yeah. What was her name? Oh my, uh, I cannot remember. Two a.m. Oh. Yeah, 
but literally breathe 2 a.m. And she mentions 2 a.m. in the song. So, yeah, they should which came first? Um, the song, oh, the chicken or the Anna, Anna oh. Nalik. That's right. She was wow. a VH1 You Ought to Know artist at oh one point. Oh my gosh, she I definitely was. <laughs> oh man, I remember VH1 You Ought to Know artists. Yeah. I feel like I saw Regina Spector on there. When, really? Um, yeah, when Begin to Hope came out, Fidelity, oh, that song was yeah. huge. I saw it on VH1 constantly. KT Tunstall, yeah. Black Horse and a Cherry Tree, that was another one. Definitely. Man. I remember seeing a little thing, like, what was that one band? Okay, Alter Bridge. Was that someone from something? I mean, they were Sounds terrible. really familiar. Um, but I remember, like, they were trying to, VH1 was trying to force them down my throat. Oh, okay. So it was the guitarist from Creed, his band. Oh, my. Yeah. And I'm just All like, right. no, I don't like this. The Fray was another one I remember being a VH1 You Ought to Know artist. I never knew. I never knew, never didn't, didn't do. That's yeah. my, the fray yep. cover. That you. was the song, too. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right, let's talk about was breathe. <laughs> Please. Oh, man, we're getting so distracted. This is going to be like a six hour long. <laughs> I know. Oh, I okay. love this song, though. Me, too. It makes me so It's so sad. pretty. It's, it's probably like the prettiest sounding song on the album. The... Yeah, the melody of the chorus, like, I guess those combination of notes just, like, destroys me every time. Like, I just... Mm -hmm. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah, and I kind of always wondered what the song was about. Like, was it about, like, a guy? But um, when I was, like, just looking up a little bit about the song, um, Taylor said, it's a song about having to say goodbye to somebody, but it never blames anybody. Sometimes that's the most difficult part when it's nobody's fault. Um, and I guess it was written about the end of a friendship. Yeah. I always have seen that it was, um, platonic, which is Mm -hmm. interesting because I've never, I don't think I've ever like broken up with a friend, like formally, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, and that's why it kind of said like, maybe, uh, well, she also said later, the song breathe is a song about having to let go of someone in your life who you care about and you don't want to hurt. You don't want to hurt, but you've outgrown the friendship or the relationship. So, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I've definitely I like guess you just grow apart. Well, no, because it yeah. seems like it is a. It specific... seems like such finality. Like, mm-hmm. not that they necessarily like had any kind of confrontation, but I don't know because yeah, I've definitely yeah. you know I've had friends that I'm not friends with anymore. That nothing happened. It just you know grew apart. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about this seems like there was a catalyst for like. We can't be friends anymore. But if if you can't Maybe. be friends anymore, seems like there would be bad feelings. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading yeah. way too much into it. Well, I kind of. I mean, I guess it's still kind of vague enough too, where you can it can fit different like aspects of your life. Like it yeah. could be about a relationship. Yeah, I definitely a romantic relationship. I guess. The, yeah, not to like jump over things, but in the bridge, she says. 2 a.m. feeling like I just mm-hmm. lost a friend. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if she is losing, literally losing a friend, it, she's not feeling like she lost a friend. Like you, you did, you did, you did lose a friend. <laughs> That's the only yeah. line that just like bothers me. Like you, if this song is about you know play, platonic relationship, you did lose a friend. <laughs> Maybe it's about a I'm friend nitpicking. moving away, and you're not like 
you know you're not going to be as close as you were. And it's kind of like yeah. the end of a friendship. I can, I, I understand that too. I can feel that. I don't know. Listeners, please write in, email us at swiftiesanonymous at gmail.com. And yeah. Explain this us. to us. <laughs> tell us how you feel this song applies to your life. There we go. Um, I like how Colby Calais said, like her take on the song um, about Taylor is, let's see, this is a long quote. Um, she said, she is so sweet, so beautiful, so talented, and honestly, just a really intelligent young woman. She Aww. knows what she is doing and she knows how to handle her career and take charge. I love her, <laughs> which I love that line because like she knows how to handle her career and take charge. She'll re-record her whole album. In oh, fact, man, very prophetic albums. Yeah. Yeah. Just go so, for it. That kind of resonated. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So Colby Calais um, helped write the song. So she's got co-writer credits, which is neat. Yes. Um, I guess I don't still don't get why Taylor... <laughs> refuses to have a woman sing uh just one verse in her songs so just the I girls know. can only do backup vocals <laughs> yeah and she has such a pretty voice yeah she's got a really like unique sounding voice and she does they sound gorgeous together um but i do kind of wish that maybe she had a little little more to do but it could have been her uh, choice too you know we don't know that's true um i did see which i don't know why i didn't write this down but it was a uh, some award, I don't know if it was Grammy or what, but it was this song was nominated for best pop duo, maybe. Aww. And but so was Lucky with Kobe Calais and <sighs> Jason Mraz and Lucky won. <laughs> wow. Kobe's like, sorry, Taylor. Yeah. She's like, Well, I mean, he gave me a whole verse. Got him. So. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's I also like that song. That's cute. Yeah, that song is pretty cute. Like I gosh, I remember liking Jason Mraz when I was around however old I was around this time and learning mm -hmm. um I'm yours on my guitar. Gosh, yeah. what a cringe. Cringe. What happened to that guy? I don't know. Does he still do stuff? I feel like he was really big for a while and then probably stepped back to maintain his avocado farm. Collect his fedoras. Mm -hmm. Foot five to that. <laughs> Can I get a chicken panini? <laughs> well, we this episode is a lot of SNL references in it. I know. So, in case you're unfamiliar with the reference, uh, it's an SNL skit called The Mellow Show, and it's got Andy Samberg in it, and that's that's really all we need. Oh, and a Bill Hader, of course. Who plays um, Dave Matthews? Um, I forget. Oh. Or someone was act. Who was so like Dave Matthews that? played? Ozzy Osbourne. Oh. Um, but who played Dave Matthews? Oh, I think maybe Bill Hader, because I can see his face being like, like, I think you're scaring Dave Matthews. And he's like, I love when they have the like the actual person there and they play someone else and then someone else plays them. It's my favorite. So like, I mean, <laughs> SNL, SNL has its ups and downs for sure. Um, but I'm a sucker for whenever they do that. Yeah. Also, I love when we were... Acting like we don't watch SNL, but we keep referencing it. Like, I know. Sorry. I mean, I don't like watch it religiously, but you know, no. when I see a funny skit, like it's stuck in my head forever. It's never coming out. Um, speaking of SNL things, totally unrelated, but I think that Will Ferrell should play Alex Trebek every night for Jeopardy, for real Jeopardy in real life. Yeah. And that should solve the problem of who's going to host Jeopardy. Definitely. Or LeVar Burton. That's a no brainer. But if Will Ferrell could do it as Alex Trebek, that would be that would honor his memory. I think. Um, 
one other quick SNL thing also <laughs> is um, Miley Cyrus was hosting one time. And I think she it was around this time because that's when I was watching a little bit more. And they had like the Miley Cyrus show. Yes. That one actress <laughs> whose name I can't remember played Miley Cyrus. And Vanessa Miley Cyrus played. Yeah. And then hey, y'all, Miley played. It's me, Miley Cyrus. Welcome to the Miley Cyrus show. <laughs> And then Miley played Justin Bieber. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I love that. Someone played Taylor, I think. I, I know I can picture someone playing Taylor, but I can't remember <sighs> if it was for that. Um Kristen Wiig used to like, play Taylor. Oh, so I think they did that multiple times, but um I remember specifically after Bonnie Vare won the Grammy for Best New Artist in 2010-ish. Um oh, they yeah. did a skit because it was also around the time that Blue Ivy Carter was born. Um, and they did the skit with Beyonce and Jay-Z you know having celebrities meet their baby and I remember that one yeah and I remember specifically Kristen Wiig doing the Taylor like surprised face and I just thought that was cute because like at the time that's all they could make fun of her for because she's just so wholesome which now I mean even now there's her humility is what they're making fun of exactly it's like it's not even it's like a it's not even a roast it's just like a yeah, just nice because they, the thing. you know, they've been known to, you know, they don't pull their punches if they're going to make fun of somebody. Yeah, um, true. So it's cute. Man, we are yeah. off topic. And, <laughs> and there was also that current or um the the Taylor Swift reference with the Olivia Rodrigo song. Oh yeah, yeah. Driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, okay. Enough about SNL. <laughs> One day we'll get through this. <laughs> so where were we? Secret message. Let's talk about the secret go. message. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's so sad. Especially so, considering yeah. two songs from now, she says, you're not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Oh, is it true? So I'm maybe. just thinking that too. Sorry maybe a trope because she does say it uh, sometimes a lot. Um, yeah, so to the tropes. Breathing the tropes. or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, a movie ending, specifically mm-hmm. one that we don't like or she is not going to like. Mm-hmm. Um, a specific time, two a.m. So take a shot. Um, yeah, double points. Yeah, be un or being unable to be saved. Um, I feel like that's yep. just that's just an in general trope. Maybe um, mm-hmm. doesn't want to hurt you, but mm-hmm. here she is doing it. Gives me like I don't know if this is right. Back to December vibes. <laughs> oh yeah, you know? a little bit. Uh, I can see that. I know you. You know, feeling like you know someone mm-hmm. driving. Away variant, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, the and then mm's. also, yeah, the mms because I mean she did it in Hey Steven, <laughs> and we got some more mms. I'll allow it. <laughs> so I don't know. And then uh, sorry, yeah, we need to add that. I think we can add sorry. Is it too late right. now to say sorry? <sighs> sorry, love that song. Just in general, no, for all not. these. Inter- not. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> oh, we need to be cut off. Um, okay. There was no so music no video music for this song. Video. No music video. Yeah. yeah. Favorite lyric? Uh, is it your turn what to go yours? first? Oh, what? Um, maybe. I don't know. Um, lyrically, I think in general, the song is good, but nothing earth shattering. I agree. So um, what I finally decided on was you're the only thing I know, like the back of my hand. Yeah. And the delivery. It's, I like the way she yeah. sings that line too. So, yeah, mine was you? also chosen ninety percent because of the delivery. Um, oh, okay, mine's. I guess it's it's one lyric, but it's two lines. Okay, 
people are people and sometimes it doesn't work out. Nothing we say mm -hmm. is going to save us from the fall out. Because I like slam poetry that. like. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good line, too. Yeah. People the delivery to me is more, um, more important than the lyrics, but not important, yeah. but I like the way she says it. Mm -hmm. But it is, I it really you. sums the song up. I feel like that it just doesn't work out. Yeah. Sometimes life makes you leave people behind or them leave you behind or whatever the song's about. Yeah. Pretty unclear. <laughs> uh, what? Would you rate this bad boy? Um, I went with a seven. I feel it's that solid song. Yeah, I feel like um this song doesn't really. It's pretty underappreciated. Like if you look at any list of her top songs, it's usually pretty low. Yeah, but I really like it. Yeah, I gave it a six point five because I also like really like it. I don't, and I don't know why a six point five seems low, but. It's not. It yeah. shouldn't be because I do. It's it, on the higher end. Exactly. And especially since we said we're rating within the realm of Taylor alone, you know. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I do like this song. I can't listen to it too much, though, because, like, it really, it will make me cry. <laughs> Every Taylor song. I know. Every sad Taylor song. Yes. So what about the Swifty scale? So I don't think it's remarkably Swifty by any means. Yeah. Like it is. I mean, the 2 a.m. The 2 a.m. Like yes. The biggest Swifty thing. But probably. I guess, like, as far as subject matter themes, um, it doesn't, like, stick out as, like, overly Swifty. Yeah. I mean, would you say, like, a five or six? I put 5.5 5 if that's allowed. Ooh. Oh, yeah. 5.5. 5. Right 5. <sighs> I don't even Apologies. know. There's, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Five I'm, sorry, five I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm yeah yeah half it sorry if there's a weird no sorry again if there's a weird noise in my mic it's because my cat is biting the microphone she needs to stop oh snips it's, hi snips her name is snips she probably can't see me on the screen she wouldn't know me anyway oh, she does she does know you she knew you <laughs> Well, we did it. We got <laughs> we through sure these did. four amazing songs. Wow. And this is what happens when we have songs that we're excited about. We talk for six hours <laughs> and then also get sidetracked and talk about SNL for five of those six hours. So mm -hmm. uh, next time we will be covering Tell Me Why You're Not Sorry, The Way I Loved You, and my personal favorite, Forever and Always, do we have to split that one out to have its own episode? Because we're going to talk about it for a full hour. <laughs> no, I think it's good because honestly, like, I mean, I don't want to get any hate for this, but the next three songs like aren't my favorites. Yeah. That's kind of where I feel like the album, if I had to pick a spot where the album drags a little bit. True. So I feel like we can spend most more time on Forever and Always. And I less agree. Time on those. Yeah. And there's no music videos. Right. These are so all we deep cuts. This. Yep. Well... Until next time, Swifties out. <laughs>